Hello, this is Mr. Denny's Bedtime Story. All right, we're going to continue with Zoe and Sassafras, Grumplet, some tests. And this time I'm going to read Chapter 7 and Chapter 8 because Chapter 7 is only just a few pages long. So we're going to go ahead and combine these two chapters. So here we go. Chapter 7, Chewing. Mom! I burst through the doorway and almost ran into her. Oh, whoops, you're right there. We both laughed. I held out the footprint mold, and whatever the creature is, it chews. At least, I'm pretty sure that's what those noises were. And there might have been a few of them. It sounded a lot like it sounded like more than one, and there were a lot of these footprints. Huh? Mom ran her finger along the outline of the footprint. This is going to sound strange, but what were your friend's moods like when you heard the creatures? Both times they were so grumpy, it was like all of a sudden, too. Mom nodded. Ha, huh. so years ago, when I was much younger, I found a strange footprint in the forest. I think it looked like this one. I was so curious and I asked two of my forest monster friends about it. One of them said it was a creature that makes everyone grumpy, and the other had a funny name for it. I should have written it down in my science journal. Oh, I think I know. Pip was talking about a grumpy. No, that's not it. Hold on a sec. I dashed to my room, grabbed my thinking goggles, popped them on, and raced back to the kitchen. A bad case of the grumplets. That's what he said. Yes, that's it. That's what she called them, grumplets. But I haven't seen any footprints since then. I had forgotten about them until you showed me this. Mom handed the footprint mold back to me. Mom put an arm on my shoulder. Since the forest monsters seem to know about them, I think your best bet is to go ask... Gorp! We said at the same time. Sassafras immediately started purring. Chapter 8. Forest Monsters Sassafras and I didn't have to hike far before we heard the faint sound of music playing. I grinned down at Sassafras. Forest Monster Dance Party. We ran into a clearing where a large group of young forest monsters were dancing to the music, including Gorp. Sassafras, wild with happiness, bounced over to Gorp. He was purring so loudly. The young forest monsters spotted my cat and gasped. They huddled together on the other side of the clearing, shaking in fear. Gorp stopped dancing and grimaced a bit. He reached out a finger gingerly and tapped Sassafras on the head. A young monster screamed. Sassafras fell over, purring and rolled on the ground, begging for more pets from Gorp. Gorp called to his friends. See, it's okay. He's a friend. He won't eat you, I promise. He hesitated a moment, then reached out and tapped Sass once more. Several monsters shook their heads. None of them came any closer. Gorp gave me a big hug. How are you? You and Sassfrass out for a hike? We came to see you. I held out the plaster mold we'd made of the footprint. Do you know what creature's footprint this is? Gorp turned it a few times different ways before shaking his head and handing it back to me. A few of his friends crept closer to get a better look and I tilted the mold toward the brave monsters. My mom and I think it might be a grumplet. One of the monsters said, I've heard about grumplets before. You have? I cheered and started walking toward her, which meant Sassafras followed me. The monster hid behind a friend. Oh, sorry, I, get, I grabbed Sassafras and took several steps back across the field. What do you know about them? I called over. She peeked out from behind her friend. After seeing that Sassafras was, was restrained, she took a step closer and said, My grandma tells a story about them when, I was in, when I'm in a bad mood. When she was a little monster, they had the most perfect summer, not too hot and not too cold. 
But then the forest got a bad case of the grumplets. Everyone fought and argued instead of enjoying the wonderful weather. Eventually, when the season changed, the grumplets moved on. So there was a happy ending after all. Hmm, I tapped my chin. Maybe the grumplets migrate with the seasons? Sassafras wiggled in my arms and chattered at the group of monsters. Shh, Sass, I know you want to love on the monsters, but they're afraid, I scolded. One monster backed up to get, a further, to get further away from Sassafras. A monster behind him shouted, Ouch! You stepped on my foot! And he shoved him. It's not my fault you're always in my way, yelled the first monster and shoved him back. And just like that, all the monsters on the far side of the field were pushing and shouting. Ugh, you ruined our dance party, shouted the monster who'd been helping me. What, I asked. Gorp, who was standing closest to us, turned and headed over to the group of loud fighting monsters calling, You guys are being so rude. I was so surprised by the whole thing that I loosened my grip on Sassafras. He wiggled out of my arms and bounded over to the grass behind the monsters. They were so wrapped up in fighting that they didn't even notice my cat. This has got to be the grumplets again. I whispered to myself and followed Sassafras on my tiptoes. Hopefully this time we get a peek at those troublemakers. As I caught up to Sassafras, I heard the weird chewing sounds again. Sassafras and I slowly parted the grass and saw a group of grumplets. They were so little and cute, I almost squealed, but I, passed my mouth, I pressed my mouth shut, took a breath, and reminded myself that it might be my only chance to observe them. I needed to be a scientist and focus on gathering as much information as I could. I couldn't see their feet through the grass, so I couldn't tell if they matched the footprint molds. I looked at their mouths. They were definitely chewing. It was the same sound from before, but what were they eating? I watched a grumplet that wasn't chewing step cl a bit closer to the monsters, then put a hand up in the air and wiggled its finger. After a little wiggling, it reached up on its tippy toes and grabbed something. Then it pulled that thing into its mouth and began to chew. Another grumplet did the same. The more they pulled and chewed, the louder the fighting monsters got. I leaned forward to see if I could tell what they were eating. Oh, something seemed to shimmer in the light a little. Almost like a spider web? I leaned even farther forward and squinted my eyes. Yes, there were tiny, almost invisible sparkly strands floating from the top of the monster's heads over the grass and into the hands of the grumplets. I leaned a teeny bit further forward to see better, and then I fell with a very loud thud. All right, that's the end of chapter eight. That was a little bit longer today, but that's okay. Um, next time, we'll do chapter nine called... Rumplets. Hope you enjoy the story. Have a good night.